Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Welcome to the show and a good Wednesday to you. Mark Aram and crew keeping you entertained till 8 in the p.m. Monday through Friday on the Nifty 750. We've got a big show tonight. Johnny Kilbasa will join us with a fast food review. Our buddy Mike Pachenik from Channel 2 Action News will join us in about 30 minutes. Awful story that I had to cover this morning on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade and Channel 2 Action News this morning. Uh, that's going to bring you down. But this is going to bring you up. We're going to kick things off with a little millennial match game. We do it every Monday and Wednesday at this time. Joining us in studio, it's uh, Millennial Madison, who's an intern here at WSB Radio. Madison, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. How, if you don't mind me asking, how old are you? Uh, I'm just 20. Just So you might not even be a millennial, right? Isn't that like a Gen, well, Gen Z? Well, it depends Gen on who Z? you ask. All right. right? But, <laughs> but to someone my age, anyone your age is a millennial. So we're going to yeah. play millennial match game. Uh, you're familiar with the show. Deb Green, the producer of the show, uh, gave you the rundown of how this works. Yeah. Today's uh, topic, you're going to like this one, Longoria. Uh, okay. It's it's TV hangouts from okay. the 70s, 80s, and 90s. All so right. uh, okay. let's let's see one that's, uh, I can't think of one that's not on this list. So if you think about your favorite TV show, you know, back in the sitcom days, they all hung out. Like it's Sanford and Son. Right, right. The hangout there was Fred's living room. Yep. Right. Like that was where they, so this is TV hangouts where they would go uh, to hang out. So that's the, uh, that's the theme today. TV right. hangouts of the cool. 70s, 80s, and 90s. Uh, let's kick off Millennial Match Game, Longo. Let's play Millennial Match Game. Let's meet our two contestants on the phone. Ruth Mary joins us playing Millennial Match Game. How are you, Ruth Mary? I'm doing wonderful, and you all? Excellent. For the sake of brevity, can I just call you Ruth? Yes, you may. Excellent. All right. Thank you, Ruth. You understand Millennial Match Game. You know the topic. We're good to go? Yes. All right. You'll be playing against Michael. Michael, I'm just going to call you Michael for brevity, okay? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> all right. You understand Millennial Match Game? I do. All right. So here's the deal. TV Hangouts, 20-year-old Millennial Madison. I am going to uh, name a, uh, a TV Hangout, like the name of a place, you don't need to know what show it's from. You just have to guess whether or not the millennial will know. Got it? Okay. Should be yeah, should be very simple. All right. The first one for Millennial Madison. Uh, the TV hangout is Arnold's Drive-In. Arnold's Drive-In. What do you think, Ruth? You're up first. Will Millennial uh, Madison know what TV show had a hangout called Arnold's Drive-In? No. Yeah. When in doubt, the millennial doesn't know. No offense, Madison. Arnold's Drive-In. Do you know what that's from? What TV show? <laughs> um, I have no idea. Arnold's Drive-In. Think it out in your head. You'll get there. Drive-In. Arnold's Drive-In. No, no clue? All right. No that clue. was, of course, Happy Days. <laughs> yeah. The Fonz, Richie Cunningham. Have you heard of Happy Days? Never heard of it. Never heard of Happy no. Days. Oh, my what? goodness. This is the, this is a whole new of level it. of Millennial Match Game. All right, Ruth, very simple. You got the point there. When in doubt, the Millennial doesn't know. This one's a little earlier, a little later in uh, Madison's life. She might know this show. Uh, Michael, will Madison know the hangout of uh, this TV show? The hangout was called Central Perk. Central Perk. Will Madison know what TV show that's from? <laughs> I'm going to say yes. Yeah, I think so. I think the show is is, uh, is big with the, the younger kids. Uh, Central Perk, Madison, what TV show is that from? <laughs> I'm just going to guess something random. Um, uh, Saved by the Bell. Ooh, that's a great guess, but no. <laughs> it is... Friends. How did I not know this? <laughs> oh, my God. Now that so you you are you for, are familiar with Friends, right? Yes, but I, I just haven't been to watch it yet. All right, like all I got you. All right, so I I would have gotten that one wrong too, Michael. I thought for sure. I should have. All right, that here one we go. Right. Back to Ruth Mary. Um, we're doing TV hangouts, famous TV hangouts of the seventies, eighties, and nineties. Will Millennial Madison know the name of the show where folks hung out at this place? The hangout was 
the Cheers Bar. The Cheers Bar. Will Millennial Madison know a TV show where the folks hung out at the Cheers Bar? Um, she should. I'm say yes. I, I think she should, yes, as well. The Cheers Bar. Where was that hangout? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. This is Cheers. All right. <laughs> I only know this because of my mom and sister, so shout out the, to them for making me watch So this. I, I feel better. <laughs> Because, but it would have been a tough one though, because if you don't know of the the show Cheers, that would have been a tough one. My mom's one to get. been to the actual bar. No okay, my sister. Yeah. I've, been to, I've been to Boston a hundred times. I've never been to the Cheers well, bar. Well, you gotta go. Great show, by the way. Great show. All right, good job. If my faith in uh, millennials is restored. All right, Michael, your turn. Uh, TV hangouts, millennial match game with millennial Madison. Will she know what TV show had a hangout called The Max? The Max. M A X. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so either. Millennial Madison, what TV show had a hangout called The Max? Uh, um, I have no idea. No idea? Throw no something idea. at The Max. No, nothing? Max, no. Max. All right. That's a no. Yeah, I, Th- That TV I show was Saved by the Bell. The one that I did. <laughs> <laughs> the one I did. I yeah. guess that. You know what's funny? Like, I, I remember watching that show, not religiously. I, I literally was, like, going to say it, but I was like, I already said already it once. I don't want to yeah. guess it again. I would have got that again. one wrong, though. I would have gotten that one wrong. All right. Uh, end of round one of Millennial Match Game. What's the score, Deborah Green? Ruth, two. Michael, one. Millennial Match Game continues. Ruth's leading two to one. Ruth is up again, playing with Millennial Madison, 20 years young, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed here on the Mark Air. So what does your internship entail, by the way? Let's learn. This is the segment of the show where, where we learn a little bit about the contestant. <laughs> Yeah, um, I am b- essentially the videographer Jesse's intern, intern. Okay. so I pretty much work with him. I get to go on all the shoots with him. Very cool. And I do a lot of editing. And where do so. you go to school? Georgia State. Oh, go, go Panthers. Panthers. All right, yeah. very good. Uh, you might lose the scholarship if uh, the folks at Georgia State are listening. No, I'm just kidding. All right, here we go. Millennial Match Game TV Hangouts. Uh, Ruth is up. Ruth, will uh, Millennial Madison know what TV show had a hangout called Mel's Diner? Mel's no. Diner. You say no. I'm with you. No. Mel's Diner. What do you think, Madison? Um, let's just go. I'm just going to randomly guess. I'm just going to say Sex in the City. Oh, that is a hell of a guess. No, I'm just that was a show called guess. Alice back in the day. Oh, I've never heard of that. One of, the we- <laughs> one of the weirdest concepts of a show. Like, they were greenlighting. Those stoned producers in the 70s and 80s were just greenlighting every show. Everything. Like, we got, we got a divorced single mom waitress uh, working at a diner with this misogynistic guy named Mel. To like the Netflix of today. Let's yeah. Greenlight anything. They'll greenlight anything. Remember Kiss My Grits? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not surprised you did not get that one. I, that would have been a tough one. All right, here we go. Michael, you need this one to stay in the game. TV show Hangouts. The Hangout was called Moe's Tavern. Moe's Tavern. Will Millennial Madison know a TV show that is? Definitely not. Definitely not. A strong definitely not. Moe's Tavern. What do you think, Madison? Moe's Tavern. <laughs> I Moe's... have no idea. It's a tavern. Drinking. Uh... People like to drink in these shows. Um. Okay, Seinfeld. I don't know. Seinfeld. Not a big drinking show. That The know. show we're looking for I was just... The Simpsons. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not. I'm so sorry. I'm not a Simpsons fan. The Simpsons is 10 years I'm older so than sorry. you are, by the way. I know. Isn't that crazy? It's a great show. Amazing show. Yeah. But I'm not a, I just, I'm not a. All right. Michael gets the point. Good job, Mike. I thought she might have pulled that one out. All right. Here we go. Ruth Mary. Uh, The name of the hangout of this TV show was called uh, Monk's Cafe. Monk's Cafe. Will Millennial Madison know what TV show that was? Monk's. No. (laughs) Quick no. When in doubt, the millennial doesn't know. Monk's Cafe. Not a bar. It was a restaurant. A restaurant. In fact, the uh, the outside of the buildings just said restaurant on it. I mean, Monk's I don't Cafe. Know. Is it the Millennial show Match Monk? Game. I don't know. That's a hell. Are you, are you guessing Monk? That's sure. a hell. That's a hell of a guess. Why not? It's not right. But uh, <laughs> the show we're talking about is the aforementioned Seinfeld. Oh, great! Se- I'm, like, I'm literally <laughs> guessing all of the right shows at the wrong right time. shows at the wrong time. All right, uh, we'll go out to uh, the break on Seinfeld. The end of round two of Millennial Match Game. What's the score, Deb Green? You got Ruth with four, Michael at two. Four to two. (laughs) Michael, you got to come back. We'll finish up final round of Millennial Match Game. Hang tight. This is The Mark Aram Show. (laughs) 
Let's play Millennial Match Game. Final round of Millennial Match Game. We got Millennial Madison in studio, an intern here at the station, a uh, Georgia State student. She's doing fantastic. She's 20 years old. Uh, playing on the phone, Ruth, Mary, and Michael. What's the score, Deb Green, heading into final round of Millennial Match Game? Ruth has four. Michael's got two, and he's up. Michael's up. You need this one to stay alive. Michael, you ready? I am ready. TV show hangouts. The name of this TV show hangout was The Peach Pit. The Peach Pit. Will Millennial Madison know what TV show that is from? The Peach Pit. No. You say no. The Peach Pit, Madison. What TV show hangout was that? Um. Peach Pit. Very famous hangout. Very famous TV show. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna say this random TV show, Full House. I like the guess. But I don't think that's incorrect. That's uh, 90210. The Peach Pit. Dylan, rest in peace. Steve, the guy, the weird guy who shouldn't have been cast on the show. He's coming back in a couple weeks. And the girls that were 80s hot. They would not be hot in 2019, but they were 80s hot. I have to be honest and say that I've never seen that show. All right, fair enough. Good. uh, good. Michael gets the point, so it works out. All right, uh, Ruth Mary, you ready? Yes. TV show theme song, or TV show hangouts. The name of the hangout was called The Regal Beagle. The Regal Beagle. Well, Madison the Millennial know what TV show they hung out at The Regal Beagle. I'm going to say no. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, this is an older one. The Regal Beagle, Madison. I know you're only 20, but this is a very famous show in the 70s. Mm, see, this is where I'm going to give you a hint. There's a character named Larry who's who's very much like Low T Chuck. Like, they they were, they're twins. <laughs> Larry and Low T were very similar. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No I'm idea? Blanking. All right. That uh, show was Three's Company, by the way. <laughs> yeah, good thing. I could have said you were like Jack Tripper. I feel I like 70s been. is where I get all the Yeah, I've been often called the Mr. Furley of the uh, of the radio station. All right, Ruth Mary gets the point. Michael, you need this one uh, to have just some semblance of pride. Uh, TV show hangouts. The name of the hangout was the Tropicana Club. Will Millennial Madison know what TV show that's from? I'm going to have to say no. Hell no. I'm with you. Tropicana Club. If you get this, I will pay for your tuition at Georgia State. (laughs) The Tropicana Club. Um, Wait, do you have hope? I do. I do. I do. All right, you're not going to get this. The name of the show was I Love Lucy. I could maybe guess that. not a chance in hell. My mom liked that show. I love that show, too, and I never would have gotten that. Uh, The final score is what, Deb Green? Ruth, five, Michael, four. Good news for both of you, though. We got prizes for both of you. What did they win, Deb Green? Yeah, you each get a four-pack of tickets to go check out the new Disney's Lion King. Hang on. Loti's going to get you some, uh, some information from you. Madison, thank you for playing Millennial Match Game. We'll be right back on The Mark Aram Show. This is Josh Wolf, and even though he's a New York Giants fan, <laughs> go ahead and listen to The Mark Aram Show. No sleep till. Welcome back to the show. 640, only 81 degrees on Peachtree Street. You know what that means, Longoria? Only a five on The Mark Aram Show back sweat meter, and it could have been a four. But I'm going to err on the side of uh, caution there. Uh, welcome to the show. In exactly one hour, Johnny Kilboss will join us with a fast food review. It's National Hot Dog Day, in case you didn't know, Deb Green. So maybe Johnny will do a hot dog-related uh, review for us. Um, I want to talk about a story th- from this morning on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade. You heard here live. So I'm in the traffic center. I do traffic in the mornings for a number of radio stations here, WSB, The River, B98, and Channel 2. And we got a call from one of our traffic troopers a little before 5.30 a.m. saying, hey, there's something going on on Roswell Road at Dalrymple Road. They couldn't really tell. They got turned around. And it turned out, we, we soon learned, it was a person struck by a vehicle. And as, you know, as a traffic reporter, it's, you know, I, until we get things confirmed, we can't put them on the air. That's called journalism, Longoria. You know, you just okay. you, you don't get, just put things on the air run with it, without right? getting confirm, uh, confirmation. Like we do on this show all the like time. Like we do on this show, yeah. <laughs> I, I wear a different hat on the morning news. Um, so this morning, we, we heard that it was a person struck by a vehicle, but we didn't get it confirmed. Then we got it confirmed. Then we found out it was a bicyclist struck uh, by a vehicle. And then it turned out it was a fatal investigation, um, which you never want to hear. This happened like a little after 5 a.m. in the darkness in Sandy Springs. And um, and it's always tough to report on that. You know, traffic traffic is is a uh, part of the news where it's just you know I'm not dealing with shootings, I'm not dealing with stabbings, I'm not dealing. You know, I just deal with traffic. But you know, when fatal crashes come, 
you have to handle these situations with um, some sort of, you know, with some dignity and, and seriousness. Right, right. You know, normally I could be lighthearted in traffic, but we're covering a, a fatal wreck like this. Uh, you, you have to shift gears. And it wasn't until after the morning news when I started to learn more about what happened. Uh, it was a guy driving his bike to work, and he was struck by an alleged drunk driver, and he died. I think he was 29 years old. Channel 2 talked to his widow this morning. You came from or who you were, Martin gave you a chance. He gave you a chance. He gave me a chance and I was lucky enough to become his bride. That was Valentina Fiorio. I'm going to hammer that name. Uh, the, the widow who, uh, unbelievable, was able to talk after losing her husband this morning. Covering the story from uh, Channel 2 Action News and joining us on the show now is Mike Pachenik. Mike, how are you, sir? Hey, Mark. Good to talk to you. Likewise. Tough story to cover, I, I would imagine, especially hearing from uh, the, the victim's widow this morning. Very tough story. And uh, Valentina, very, very strong woman. I was amazed at her composure, you know, just hours after losing her husband. But she she was gracious enough to sit down with us and to talk about him. And uh, she wanted to. You know, I think it felt good for her to, to be able to, to speak to him and to, and to make a statement about uh, the perils of drunk driving. Uh, what, pronounce her husband's name for me, uh, Martin. Sure, it's Martin Vivunk. He He's from the Netherlands originally. And uh, it's kind of a neat story that the couple met. She's from Atlanta, lived here for a long time. He was over there. Uh, they're both gamers. And so they met online playing uh, video games and uh, started a relationship online. He came over to the States. They went traveled a little bit. And after a couple of years of, uh, of, uh, of sort of a back-and-forth relationship, she proposed to him. And uh, he said yes, and he ended up moving here to Atlanta. And uh, they both worked at different Starbucks stores. Uh, she was in East Cobb, and he worked at the store there uh, on Roswell and Abernathy. And that's where he was heading this morning when he was hit by the car. Tragic story we followed this morning on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade. Mark McKay was in the chopper up over the scene this morning. Mark, uh, you and I have covered way too many of these situations. Uh, when you arrived on the scene, uh, you knew pretty much this was this was a bad deal, right? Yeah, I certainly did. We had a perspective that uh, reporters and such aren't uh, aren't given since they're kept away the, the public as well. And we knew that it would be a long investigation, and uh, we knew the implications were uh, were just terrible from the start. We see that uh, too many times we want to count in the early morning hours, especially whether it's in construction zones with workers or folks uh, heading to work. So, uh, yeah, prayers for the family. Mike Bichanek from Channel 2 covering this tragic story out of Sandy Springs this morning. Uh, what, what, what boggles my mind, Mike, is that this was an alleged drunk driver at 5 in the morning. What do we know about the uh, woman that was arrested? She is 34-year-old Antoinette Battle, and uh, she was driving down Roswell Road, hit this young man as he was on his bike. Uh, the impact uh, was, was so brutal, Mark, that the bike was cut in half, uh, and he was thrown a, a fair uh, distance. In fact, uh, hit the windshield and then, went, and, and then went into the road. It was just a very difficult scene uh, for first responders. Uh, she is currently in the Fulton County Jail. She's facing a number of charges, DUI, vehicular homicide. She was also driving without a license. And, and get this, Mark, we've confirmed that this is not her first DUI arrest. She was arrested in Atlanta last August for DUI, and that case was still pending when this happened. Just awful. Mike Pachenik from Channel 2 Action News joining us. Uh, thoughts and prayers obviously go out to the uh, the, the family uh, that lost 29 years old, well-educated guy, you know, just riding his bike to work to go into Starbucks to make sure everyone gets their coffee in the morning and uh, tragically killed. Just just an awful story. Uh, do we know when uh, the uh, the the perpetrator will be in court, Mike? Yeah, she has a court appearance uh, scheduled for tomorrow morning. Roughly 11 o'clock is when they hold the felony calendar down at the jail. So she'll find out if she gets a bond and if there are additional charges being filed. All right. I know you'll continue to follow the story. We will as well. Mike Pachenik from Channel 2. Thanks as always, my friend. Thank you, sir. All right. Just, uh, just uh, can you imagine what, how, uh, I got to talk about the fact that this woman was drunk at 5 a.m. on a Wednesday morning. We'll do that when we come back. This is the Mark Aram Show.
Horrible story this morning. You heard on Atlanta's Morning News, Scott Slade uh, was the host and Mark McKay was up over the scene. A bicyclist struck and killed on his way to work. Uh, 29 years old. He was driving to Starbucks. He's from the Netherlands. And Deb Green, a world traveler, not surprising to you that he was on his bike. Yeah, I mean, in the times that I've been out there, yeah. more people are riding a bike than driving a car or anything else. What, what, what boggles my mind, it's just an awful story, and I hate covering these stories, is at how at 5 in the morning, I mean, we've all had our partying days, right? I'm looking at Low T and Longoria specifically. Um, you say that like they're past me, but okay. But, but I know you'd never do something as dumb as no. being drunk and driving at 5 in the morning on a Wednesday. At, at what happens on a Tuesday night into Wednesday morning where this lady allegedly was, was driving drunk? I, I, I don't get it. That's somebody with a problem. The only thing I can think of is... And I'm not making excuses. I'm just like trying to rationalize what the hell happened here. She had a rough night of partying somewhere, maybe a friend's house. And she's, you know, at 2 a.m. She's like, let me take a nap. Yeah. And at 5 a.m. I'll drive home. But was still intoxicated. Way too yeah. People think, oh, once, once the sun lights out, it doesn't matter if you're drunk driving. That's not the case. No. That's not. I just, I don't understand how that happens. In 2019, this isn't 1965 where we didn't really know how bad drunk driving was, and there were no Ubers and Lyfts, and cabs were few and far between. This is 2019, where we know drunk driving is uh, reprehensible. You have other means to get around, and the chick had a suspended license. She shouldn't have been driving sober, let alone drunk. Awful. I, I cannot stand drunk drivers. Never done it, never will. I lost a family friend when I was probably... 11 years old to a drunk driver and at an early age it was hammered in me you just you don't do that because you impact lives generations this poor girl i was friends with she lost her dad she was seven years old to a drunk driver your thoughts on this story i i just drunk driving just just boggles my mind especially how it can still happen in 2019 404-872-0750 1-800-WSB talk on twitter and instagram at mark aram this is the mark aram show The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. I stand alone. I stand alone. Welcome back to the show and a good Wednesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there at 7.07, seven minutes after 7 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on WSB. My whole family's here for the most part. Deborah Green produces the show. Longoria, the stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window. Then there's Chuck. Low T Chuck, screening your calls. Uh, I kind of miss intern Darren. (laughs) Really? I want him back. Yeah. Like today's National Hot Dog Day. We totally would have sent him out to the varsity to get us some hot dogs. Yeah. I miss that little guy. He's back on and his Monday. khakis. Him and his khakis. He's so professional. <laughs> he Mr. really is, Mister Aram. Mister Aram. Mister Aram. Oh, Alex Williams hates when he calls. <laughs> hates when he calls. Yeah, so I actually missed the intern. That's that's saying something. That's the so, first. That's, that's that means he's a good intern. Yeah. Good job. We miss you, uh, Darren, whose real name is Jake. <laughs> I was just gonna say. Wait, I thought his name was it's actually John. I'm so confused. John from Kramerica. Darren from Kramerica <laughs> Enterprises. <laughs> may or may not contain a live chicken. Um, I, I want to. Uh, Johnny Cabas is going to join us for the fast review in 30 minutes, and I, I'm going to talk about the DUI story again in a second. But I, I fell into this face app challenge thing. Oh lord, uh, that yeah. was that blew up. Was it last night? Yeah. So Sheesh. it's this app you can download. Don't do um, it. That and you, and you you take a picture. You can use a picture of yourself, and it will it can it can do various things. But everyone is making themselves look older. It allegedly age you thirty years. And it was I had a good time doing it. Like I made a picture of of me really old, me Fred Blankenship and Brian Monahan really old, and then you can do the reversal <clears throat> and make yourselves look really young. So I, I took a picture of my mom and did it there and reversed it. 
and it made her look like she was 13. It gave her braces. Like, <laughs> it was a really, I, I had a lot of fun with this app. I mean, it's just really fun. But Deb Green finds out that it's maybe a bad app to have. So I've deleted it. But what, what did you find out, Deb Green, about this app? You're being hacked by the Russians. Yeah. So yeah. it's a Russian-owned company, right? <laughs> yes. They And now that you said, okay, I'll download it, yeah. they own every photo, and they can use it whenever they want for whatever they want yeah. for the rest of their lives. I, and I have no problem with that because there's a million pictures of me already on the internet. Um, go ahead. But I don't remember ever signing a user agreement when I downloaded the app. There was well, there was nothing you, to click on and say, yeah, I, I, I accept these conditions. It was probably you, in Russian. It probably was. When yeah. you download any app, doesn't it usually pop up with like generic terms it, or something? I don't know. Yeah, it did because the DNC put out a, a memo today to all their staffers yeah. to please get rid of that oh. app because they went through the terms of agreement in yeah. there. And as soon as you let them into your photos, they just... They, Snapped everything, and so they've got it in whatever system they are. But they asked yeah. all their staffers to, <laughs> to delete. Yeah, it I, I, I I quickly deleted. I had fun. It was it was very fun though. It's I had a really a, well done app. It really it is. Does a really and good I job. I don't think there's anything. I mean, it says that what I what I read was this this company has Russian ties. I, yeah, I don't know. Who knows? I, yeah, I'm not worried. If you want to picture me, just Google me. There's a, a thousand pictures online of me, so I'm not worried about it. But if you like your privacy, like I'm sure a lot of listeners do. Um, don't don't do the app, but it was really fun. I saw people doing their kids, like three, four years old, yeah. as old people. <laughs> yeah, I was dying. Yeah, it was the funniest. It's thing. real. I mean, a, an American company needs to do this app, so we don't have to worry yes, about getting exactly. hacked. Exactly. But I've deleted it. Uh, but it was really fun. And, I th- and I've posted them. Uh, I posted a couple of pictures on my Facebook page, uh, Mark Aram WSB, and Instagram uh, at Mark Aram. I like the one of you and Fred. Yeah. Yeah. We look like you. You remember the movie Life with Eddie Murphy? Oh, yeah. And Martin Lawrence. <laughs> they did so good. You know, at the end mate. of that movie when they're really old, yeah. that's what Fred and I look like. Yeah. We look like Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence at the end of life. You're a good-looking old guy. I, have, well. I sell my hair yeah. in 30 years, which I thought, my mom's like, you look like Aunt Choi, <laughs> <laughs> who's my mom's aunt, my great aunt. And it's true. I look just like her. So I did my brother, who looks just like my dad now. Yeah. And I aged them, and it, it the app works because it's it's exactly what my job. brother. So if you downloaded the app, just your thoughts on that, and are you scared that the Russians have your pictures and info now? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Al joins us in Dallas, Georgia. Al, welcome to the program. Hi, guys. How's it going? Hello, Al. Um, so I'm go- I've got a situation that happened to me and not nearly as tragic some but i'm going to tie the two together so i was hit in the back end several years ago by someone uh that was heavily intoxicated and to tie the two together no one was hurt in my vehicle other than the damage to the car but to tie the two together she also was on a suspended license uh and maybe best i can remember multiple cases going on when this one occurred and the thing I don't understand is, is sure they can suspend the license and all that kind of stuff. You know, why can't they impound the car? But they have technology out there beyond impounding the car. It's called an interlock system that they can put on the car. I, what what I think the and- delay is, and I think what I what I got from Mike Pachanik when he joined us live on this update is, you know, the, once you know she was. Uh, her license was suspended, but it hasn't yet been adjudicated in court. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like the right. suspended license pending the trial. I think a lot of it is is that you know the 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 lawyers uh, drag things out and and make sure the court process goes as long as possible. Right. Um, and I you know until you're convicted, I don't think they can impound the car. I don't. There's got to be. I mean, well, go ahead. How I'm about sorry. the interlock system? They have the interlock system where you have to blow into that thing before yeah. the car will start. I agree. And then- at any point when you're driving that vehicle, if if that alarm goes off, you've got a certain amount of time that you have to stop and blow into that thing. And if you don't pass it, it will shut the vehicle down. Um, that, that's know, another reason why I can't wait for self-driving cars. Then we don't have to worry. Well, you know, your car's not going to be drunk. You know, I, I just can't. There, it's, it's so funny you brought up suspended license. I don't know if you can do a quick Google search, Deb Green, but I saw this story yesterday um, that Coweta County, if you got a ticket in Coweta County, there's some sort of computer glitch, right? So say, Chuck, I know you'd never get a ticket because you always drive the speed never. limit. Longoria might because 
He Pe- drives. No, according to both of y'all, I'm, passengers I'm throw up when racing. he's driving. Yeah, yeah you they, are. It wasn't uh, because they were drinking. Something. Yeah, you're a Vin Diesel in uh, Fast and the Furious driving. But so let's say Chuck gets a no. We'll say Longoria because it's more likely Longoria gets. It. Let's, <laughs> let's say you got. Reality. Let's say you got a ticket in Coweta County six months ago or six years ago, and you paid the fine, whatever, blah blah blah, and you thought it was done. There is there's a glitch in the system that Coweta County might think your license is suspended. And like people are getting pulled over and they've, they had a ticket from years ago that they paid or went to court and settled whatever. And they're getting arrested for driving on a suspended light. Did you find the story? Yeah, I have it in your notes for today, too. Oh, did you really? Um, Yeah. Maybe that's why I read it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this goes all the way back to 2004. And I guess they're trying to fix it. But if you're stopped, you have to somehow prove that you've already taken care of it because they can give you another ticket. They're saying even if if you did clear it, it doesn't fix the issue right now. There should be a way you can check to see if, if you are in good standing with the law. Like there should be, you know, Russians, if you're listening, make an app. That you could you could enter your name and, and address or whatever and check to see if, if there's any outstanding warrants or suspensions because these poor people are driving they think they're fine but they get pulled over in Coweta County and then boom they're they're arrested. So WSB TV has a link where okay. you can check your uh, license and see all if right. it's okay. So yeah, so we all better do that. So uh, I, I'm I'm friendly with a lot of law enforcement officers around Metro Atlanta and years ago. I went down to APD dispatch headquarters because I doing traffic in the morning. I talked to the dispatchers a lot, and there was a, an officer I was very friendly with there. And I went in to just see what the 911 center looks like. And I was like, hey, pull up my name. What? Let me see what's going You know, see if, I have, if there's any outstanding stuff. He goes, no. I go, this is my buddy. I'm like, come on, man. Just type in my name and see if anything comes up. He goes, no, because if there's something, I got to arrest you. You know, I, it's, this isn't a game, Aram. I can't just put. That's funny. Yeah, I just, I'm like, I, you know, because I, I was curious because in 1997, I got, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm still not allowed to drive in the state of South Carolina. <laughs> okay. So in 1997, my buddy Brandon's getting married in North Carolina, Wilmington, North Carolina. My buddy from high school, um, and I'm living in Atlanta at the time. He invites me to the wedding, so I drive. I'm driving from Atlanta to North Carolina, Wilmington, North Carolina. And at, at a certain point, I-20 goes from like an interstate to a dirt road. It's really, okay. it's really shady. And this is right after I moved down here. And I was kind of sketched out of being away from the big city in, in, the, in these rural areas. You know, I've, I've, I've adjusted. I'm fine now. But at the time, I was freaked out. I'm driving through South Carolina on like a dirt road. And... God, I'd be right at home. You, you would be <laughs> right at home. But I was freaking out. And police lights come on behind me. And I look in my rearview mirror, and it's a pickup truck. And I'm like, oh, this is shady. Like, I'm going to keep driving until I get to a well-lit area. Oh, oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> that was stupid. So I drive. It wasn't a high-speed chase. Like, I was no. going, like, 20. But, I, you know, I wanted to make sure, find a safe place to pull over. It was a legit police officer in a pickup truck. And he writes me a ticket for speeding, uh, whatever it was. And I was broke. I had no money. And I never paid the ticket. This was 1997. And then, like six months later, nine months later, I get a letter from the state of South Carolina. They're like, "You haven't paid this ticket. You're no longer allowed to drive in the state of South Carolina." But that was, you know, 22 years ago. So I don't know if that's still. <laughs> Let's try it. A thing right now. Yeah. I was legitimately freaked out because I'd never seen a uh, police officer really? pickup truck before. Really? That's no. All, we, that's all over all Texas. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's all we have. No, I, I, I thought I was getting, you know, something <laughs> bad was going to happen. Uh, Jeffrey joins us in McDonough. Jeffrey, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, how's it going, man? What's up, Jeffrey? Hey, um, I didn't hear the full story you were talking about at the beginning, but I heard the first guy come on and talk about DUIs and stuff and the inter- interlock and all that. Well, um, Got a little bit of experience with that. Um, those usually don't get them until after the second DUI. I got a buddy who kind of had to go through all this nonsense and uh, needed a lot of help keeping organized. But after that second one you get, and yeah, you're right, a lot of it just gets bogged down in the court and stuff, and lawyers will drag it out as long as they can. See so who can get, who can forget stuff, or which officer can maybe get let go almost between now and then, you know. I, I didn't. Uh, you're getting some feedback, Jeffrey. Did you understand what Jeffrey was saying, Longoria? Yeah, he said that it usually gets bogged down in the system, and it takes a while, and it's not until the second time that you get charged with a DUI that you get the breathalyzer in your car. Oh, I, I why it should be? Well, I don't know. A civil liberties and all and freedom, but 
God bless. The woman should not be drunk at 5.30 in the morning That's on true. a Wednesday. Hey, uh, do you know who's not drunk? Who? Scott's late. Every morning, he's sober doing Atlanta's Morning Let's News. <laughs> and he's been a part of your morning for decades in Atlanta as host of Atlanta's Morning News. Now, Mr. Slade nominated for induction to the National Radio Hall of Fame with a chance to join his buddies, Clark Howard and Neil Bortz. Scott's induction in the spoken word category depends on listener votes. So please go to WSBRadio.com and link to the voting site. It's free and easy. And WSB Scott Slade deserves your vote and induction into the National Radio Hall of Fame. When we come back, more of your calls, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram, if my stuff haven't been hacked by the Russians already. Welcome back to the show. Uh, 81 degrees on Peachtree Street. Only a five on the Mark Aram Show back sweat meter. Nice relief tonight. Those showers really cool things off. Steven joins us in Johns Creek. Steven, welcome to the program. Hey, thanks, Mark. Hey, I've got kind of a, a what-if question for you. Okay. I was driving through my subdivision yesterday, and a car was in the middle of the road. Just stopped, and I uh, got out to check on it and uh, go up to the window. Guy's kicked back with his head all the way knocked back. Now, this is 5 o'clock. Like a good father, I'm taking my kids to Waffle House for dinner. And uh, just kind of curious what's going on here. So I knock on the window, no response. Hit the window a little harder. The guy puts down his back window. And so I'm standing there with kind of my hands up. Finally rolls down the driver's window, and I could smell it, you know, smell the alcohol. And I said, uh, are you okay? And he said, yeah, yeah. And I said, uh, I smell alcohol. And he goes, Oh, well, I'm in my driveway. And I said, no, you're not. You're in the middle of the, the road. Oh, my said, God. Oh, my really? God. And, yeah, and then he looked up. He says, that's my house right there. And so, sure enough, he pulled in his house. Now, this is one of those what-if questions. Should I call 911 and rat my neighbor out? Oh, wow. That's a wow. conundrum. i got to think about that during the break. What do you do? That's a nice would-you-rather. Do you call your, Do you call? Nine one one. You live next to him. You're gonna have to deal with that for. Yeah, I don't. I mean, <laughs> you know, maybe have a talk with him and say, "Hey." Yeah, I mean, as long as he didn't hurt Depends anybody. On how friendly you are with him. Yeah, I've uh, I haven't done this in a while, but driving into work at three in the morning, I used to see drunk drivers all the time, and I would I would call nine one one all all. There was one in particular. This guy was driving all. It was on a side street. It wasn't in the interstate. All over the road, like swerving, like on the curb on the left side, and then coming back. And I called 911, but I never know if they get him or not. And you remember Kelly Stevens on B98.5? Mm-hmm. He was driving to work uh, to do the morning show on B98, and he got struck by a wrong-way driver on 400 oh. and was hospitalized for months. Just just crazy. So I don't know. Do you call that? I guess not. I don't know. What do you think? Well, let me think about it during the news. I don't want to give you an, an example right now, an answer right now. That's a tough. That's a tough moral dilemma. Do you call the cops on your neighbor? Or being drunk in the middle of the street in front of his house. Uh, when we come back, speaking of drunk, let's hope we'll hear from Russ in Gainesville. Russ, if you're out there, I, I got to talk to you, my friend. And Johnny Kilboss is going to join us with a fast food review and your calls. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is The Mark Aram Show. Hi, this is Kevin Neal, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. And let me tell you something. Unless you're in Temple, it does not get any more Jewish than this. Welcome back to the show, 736-24 in front of 8, Mark Aram and the Bananas at your beck and call till 8 in the p.m. Monday through Friday on WSB. Uh, joining us in just a second, Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review, talking about a lot of stories right now. Basically, anything you want to talk about. Bad news for Longoria. Breaking news sounder, please, Longoria. Bad news for uh, La Familia de Longoria. Where is Hector? El Chapo <laughs> convicted and sentenced today. Life in prison plus 30 years. And he's, himself out. and he's ordered to pay 12 
billion dollars to the United States. That's nothing to him. So I'm watching Narcos on Netflix right now. Fantastic. Unbelievable show. And not only is it helping with my Spanish, because <laughs> half, uh, more than half the show is in Spanish. Tranquilo, Longuere. Tranquilo. I just, I mean, I remember the, the, the Cali Cartel and Pablo Escobar from when I was a kid. I never realized how much money they made. When, when cocaine first came on the scene yeah, in the yeah. 80s, oh, my goodness. Like, Pablo Escobar is the seventh richest dude on the planet. Like how they're burying it in just random places. Yeah, they, they have no, they're burying their money in, in fields. They just have so much. They have so much. But anyway, so I'm watching the show, and they called uh, Pablo Escobar, the people that worked for him, they called him Patron. Right? Am I pronouncing it right, Deb Green? Yeah, right. just like the tequila. Uh, tequila? Patron. Pat- yeah, si, Patron. Si, Tranquilo, Patron. So I want you guys to call me Patron. That, that's a, that's, that's the point happen, of this story. Okay. Come on! <laughs> no, why? Just on the air, not in the halls or anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd rather call you Mr. Aram. It's just... just uh, Mr. Just, Patron? Yeah, just say, excuse me, Patron. Like, that's the ultimate respect. I want you Senor to treat Patron. me like a, uh, a narco. Patron. Oh, when you get to that level, maybe yeah, you yeah. Tranquilo, When you're Longoria. burying money in the field outside. Yeah, when you're burying money Tranquilo, in the courtyard. Longoria. Tranquilo, I love that. Every time someone pulls a gun, the guy's like, tranquilo, relax, <laughs> calm down. Such a good show. Anyway, uh, James is in Loganville. James, you're talking to the Patron, Mark Aram. How are you, sir? I am great. I've got to tell you about this. A couple of nights ago, a senator from uh, Louisiana, Kennedy, was on one of the, the uh, news programs. Mm-hmm. And he had, a, everybody's calling the four ladies the squad. Well, he had a new name for them. It was the four horsewomen of the apocalypse. Oh, my God, I, I fell down laughing. It was great. I wish they would use that instead of the squad now. Enjoy your show. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it, James. Uh, Paul's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Paul. Hey. What's up, buddy? How's it going? Excellent. What's going on? Uh, just, I mean, just a quick comment here. I mean, well, first of all, obviously, uh, I'm sorry to hear about anybody getting killed in a drunk, drunk, drunk driver. Mm-hmm. But I was going to comment about the uh, drunk neighbor thing. Uh, unless Georgia is different than most states, the officer has to actually place a drunk driver behind the wheel of the car in order to arrest. Yes. So if you're drunk in the backseat parked Longoria, I don't know what I'm talking right. to you on this, that's okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But if you're in the driver's seat, even if the car is not on, right, Paul? Well, if the, if, as long as the keys are in the, in the ignition. If the keys aren't in the ignition, you can't drive it. Okay. So that's that's the, the, the fine line there. So if you if you, so if like, you tie yeah, one so on car, Longoria. Yeah, the car doesn't have to be running. The car doesn't have to be running. Exactly. The car does not have to be right. So Longoria, let's say you party too hard at Chuck E. Cheese at your daughter's birthday party. Do they sell beer at Chuck E. Cheese? I believe so, yeah. So let's say you're too drunk to drive home and Mm -hmm. your wife takes the girls home and you want to sleep it off in your car, sleep in the back seat of the car. In the car seat. Don't have the keys in the ignition, right, Paul? And just sleep in the back seat. Yeah, the only only way that calling 911 would have done anything was was if you called 911 while the guy was still passed out still, on the road. Still, yeah. Well, by the time the, the cops get there, the guy's already oh, yeah. in the you in come to the house. door and say, oh, I've been drinking at home. Yes. You know? uh, uh, low T. I was just going to say, in Montana, uh, you can sleep in the back seat. It doesn't matter. The keys can't be physically in the vehicle at so all. you got to throw them into the Yeah, you got to throw them in a ditch or somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> even if you're sleeping in the back and your keys are in there or in your pocket or anywhere, no. And there's matter. a good chance you get pulled over by a cop in a, uh, well, in a pickup, pickup truck. truck. 404-872-0751-800. WSB Talk. And now, on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Fast Food Review. Joining us live on the Greasy Salty Hotline from Parts Unknown, Height Unknown, Weight, ooh, uh, we do not want to know, Johnny Kilbasa and the ever-so-popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Mark Aram. My squad's better than your squad. My El Chapo's better than your El Chapo because I'm always wrapped in bacon. I'm here for the taking. I'm covered with cheese, and I aim to please Big Daddy. By, uh, by the way, before you get into the fast food review, my apologies for not inviting you to the show last night in person where uh, Bonnie from Bambinelli's brought us a fantastic spread. You were the first person to ever take me to Bambinelli's. I felt like I was <laughs> cheating on you. But OMG, what a what Longoria. I mean, come there was on. food for days. This morning, I had a plate of big ziti and chicken parm the size mm. of Randy from the digital desk. <laughs> That's how big it was, the leftovers. So good. Thank you, by the way, for, for introducing me to Bambinelli so many years ago. I love the Bambinelli's. Loved them for well over a decade now, and they are awesome in two spots now, don't they? More than one three, spot? Three think. spots. Three. Yeah. Yeah. It was 20 years ago, uh, Johnny, where we where you first took me to Bambinelli's. 1998, I think it was. Yeah, they used to have that old guy in the corner playing the organ, 
which he, he's been gone a long time, but that was a, a special treat yeah. too. He'd, he'd weave in and out of songs. He'd throw some Christmas carols in there in the <laughs> middle of July. He just kept playing. He didn't care. Nobody he, else did either. Exactly Rest right. Peace, exactly right. So apologies and thank you all in one. Uh, what's on the menu tonight, brother? <laughs> Chick-fil-A. Two new chicken sandwiches in one year, Mark. I don't know what's going on over there, but oh, they've got... We a... need the breaking news sounder. Chick-fil-A's bringing out a new chicken sandwich. Where is Hector? Tell You've us about it, Johnny. the original chicken sandwich. You've had the spicy chicken sandwich. Put your seatbelt on, America. It's time for the Smokehouse Barbecue Bacon Sandwich. That's right. You're not at Wendy's, Mark. You're at Chick-fil-A, and they're bringing out the not the number one chicken sandwich patty, but the regular... Um, boneless breast of chicken that they call it marinated with some bacon and you're gonna love this mark hand tossed and brown sugar and pepper the bacon interesting <laughs> At least it's not apple it's not smoke. apple wood so is it the is it the fried chicken breast or is it the grilled chicken breast or can you get either on this well i i would get the number one regular chicken breast on it but they they're going with the boneless chicken breast that usually comes on the wheat bun yeah the healthier so throwing option that on there they're throwing a slice of Colby Jack cheese, which you don't see very often mm-hmm. in fast food. You're going to get yourself a piece of green leaf lettuce, not a regular piece of iceberg. So, And it's not just a regular piece of bacon. So it's a little sweeter bacon. And then the smokehouse barbecue sauce, a little different than the honey barbecue sauce that they put on the other stuff. So this is, this is pretty much new from bun to bun. Also, it's uh, one of those sweet yeast buns that's different from the number one and different from the regular boneless. So. Interesting. All right, well, I think I know what I'm having on my what ride home tonight. Uh, what's it called again so I don't seem like an idiot at the drive-thru? Smokehouse BBQ Bacon Sandwich. Smokehouse right. BBQ Bacon Sandwich. And it's it's actually ironic you brought that up because the other day, uh, so last year, remember when I was raving about the peach sweet tea? at uh, Yeah. And it's, out, it's back for a limited time, and I didn't know. And mine's like, have you had your peach tea yet? I was like, oh, my God, I forgot. So I need to, I'll kill two birds with one stone. Get a gallon of it. Yeah. So, so have you had that, Deb Green? <laughs> nope, I don't drink tea. You don't drink tea at all? No. You are so weird. <laughs> she, doesn't, she doesn't drink anything or eat anything. All right, let's just say, hypothetically, me, you, and John Deb, me, you, and Johnny Kilbasa go out to Applebee's for the all-you-can-eat riblet extravaganza, okay? Uh, I know you're not getting the all-you-can-eat riblets. And <laughs> it chicken. would be a waste. What, what would you order? I didn't, what do they have in an Applebee's? I don't even know the last time like I a went. Sal- they have salads and chicken I tenders get and a salad. That wings. seems like a waste to go to a restaurant and order a salad. Steaks. I mean, whatever. It's a what, I'm sure bison. they have like a chicken sandwich or something All right. like that. Chicken sandwich? Something like that, sure. And what would you get to drink? Not alcoholic. Like water. Just water. Yeah. No, no soda? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> if you were to, to imbibe and have an alcoholic beverage at Applebee's while Johnny and I are eating the riblets, what would you get? They have a full bar, right? Yeah, I absolutely. like cocktails. So what would sure. you know? But what would you get? Uh, I like Rum Runners, G&Ts, Jack and Coke, oh, stuff wow. like that. <laughs> I just perked <laughs> up a little bit. What about I dessert? I haven't heard of a Rum Not Runner good. in a long time. Park runner. Tavern, best Rum Runners in the city. Wow, the uh, endorsement Probably there. wouldn't eat dessert. No? no. But if, if, if Johnny is say, hey, we're going to get a dessert and we'll split it. What do they, do they have the volcano thing? Chocolate volcano Chocolate thing, lava whatever. cake? That's the only thing I know they serve at those restaurants. Okay, yeah. so you, you do that. Sure. All right, appetizers, if we get mozzarella sticks, are you- That uh, would be it for me. That, that would be dinner, like I'm done. No, you wouldn't? I mean, nachos? That would, that'd be all I could eat then. I wouldn't be able to get anything else. All right, so weird. <laughs> I mean, I love you, but weird eater. Just a, Okay. I, I can't relate to anything. I you ate it at I Andrew's wish I house. I more yeah. of a picky eater. You're like the an- the antithesis of Johnny Kilbasa. <laughs> we it? balance each other. Yeah, there. exactly. The yin and the yang. <laughs> yes. uh, Johnny K, we appreciate you as always. And it's the cholesterol's high, baby. So my, follow me on Twitter and Instagram, and listen to the Salt and podcast on any pod app or Tranquilo, Kilbasa. Tranquilo. Muy tranquilo, amigo. <laughs> All the information you need is on JohnnyKilbasa.com. Appreciate you, bruh. There he is, Johnny K and the Fast Food Review. Ben joins us in Buckhead, probably is on the way to Chick-fil-A right now. What's going on, Ben? Yeah, he had me convinced, that's for sure. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> anyway, I want to ask you, you're, you're probably the most experienced guy in traffic in Atlanta these days. On the flip side of that tragic story, Mark, would you recommend anybody driving down Roswell Road I mean, riding, cycling down Roswell Road in the dark. Not in the dark, yeah. Uh, but I'm assuming, and we'll, we'll find more in the investigation, that he was wearing reflective gear and had lights on the he bike. Probably had a light and everything. As, yeah. as Deb said, the Swedes, he was Swedish? Dutch. Dutch. Uh, the, you know, they ride bikes everywhere, so that's just part of his culture. Well, I well, wouldn't do well, it. Maybe, 
maybe hasn't caught on yet to our roads aren't built for that. Yeah. For the most part, you yeah. know. But anyway, I, think, I just, But I think a, so, I mean, a sober that was, that a sober driver would I mean, he. I mean, he was fine. I mean, he was, yeah. he was obeying the law, I'm sure, and everything. But yeah. I wouldn't do it in a million years. No, I wouldn't either. At, at dark, I mean, riding. I mean, Joel Larsgaard from Team Clark Howard rides his bike all the time, but it's during yeah. the light. I remember we had a meeting with uh, some organization, in the City of Atlanta, years ago. <laughs> remember you remember this? this? Yeah. So we had this big meeting with TV, and they want to incorporate um, National Bicycle, National Ride Your Bike to Work Week, whatever. So I go in this meeting because I'm the traffic guy, and they proposed to me that I ride a bike to work in the morning. Oh my God. <laughs> and know and first audience. of all, know me. Like, I mean, I know how to ride a bike, but I sure. choose not to ride a bike. Secondly, I would morning. have to leave at two in the morning on a bike and come in all sweaty. Yeah, we don't no. have showers here. Yeah, well, there's one in Glenn Burns' office. I, I have the key to that. But um, yeah, I was like, uh, I'll, I'll mention it on the air. Sure. But there's not, a, it's just not happening. I'll ride a stationary bike when I get to work, one of those Pelotons. I'll I'll do one of those, but I'm not riding to work at two in the morning on a bicycle. Anyway, rest in peace to the man. He, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't ride to to work in the dark, but I mean, he obviously did it and, and had no problems till the the alleged. Well, some of them don't have choice. Whether to be yeah, exactly ride a car. right, exactly right. All right, we're gonna come back. Final segment of the Mark Aram Show. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty. Final segment of the show. Big show tomorrow on the program. Little Sanjay. No, Big Sanjay. Big Sanjay is going to join us with Would You Rather. Got to remember that tomorrow, Longoria. I can't call him Little Sanjay anymore. Steve joins us in uh, beautiful Lilburn, Georgia. Steve, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Hi, Mark. I'm fine. Thanks for taking my call. My pleasure. Uh, I, I heard a story again this morning about the the, uh, the police in, I think it was Cobb County, that they're catching people with cell phones in the morning at, at a stop sign. Or yeah, whatever. so they're they're dressed up as construction workers uh, or surveyors, and people are uh, you know not paying attention to them because they don't know that they're police officers. That's fantastic. And then the officers <laughs> are giving them uh, tickets. Right, I understand that, and and I'm wondering how how can this not be construed as a an illegal search and seizure? Right, the the cops are if they're looking in your vehicle. They're, they're kind of searching your vehicle. Sight. I'm just wondering. Yeah, I don't think that. this is a search. So, like, it, it, you know, to take it to the extreme, let's say uh, Longoria is in his car with a gun to uh, someone's head, and the officer in the, you know, parked next to him can see that. I mean, he, he can see the crime being committed. So, I don't think that's a search and seizure issue. But again, I, I'm not a lawyer, uh, but I do know that, uh, you know, distracted driving is a huge, huge issue. And when, that, when the hands free law first started, I saw a noticeable drop off on people, uh, you know, not texting and driving or not on their phones, but you know, people are back to their thing. I got that, that thing that clicks onto the air conditioned vent. Greatest thing ever. Greatest thing ever. I don't have to put my my, uh, phone in my hand ever again and you can still swipe on it. So like if, if, uh, you have the Tinder app, you can still swipe (laughs) while you're driving. driving. I don't recommend you do (laughs) that. Uh, let's do star of the show long for Are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star of the show? Longoria, you're not going to win, but I want you to pick the winner today. Putting pressure on you. Oh, you know what? Never mind. We'll give it to Madison, the uh, the Millennial Match game. You That's were, who I was going to pick. I love how anyway. you just teased him that he was going to get to pick <laughs> yeah. and then immediately yeah, jerked it away. Well, I can't even pick anymore. Let's put it this way. Tomorrow, whoever calls me Patron the most on the air is going to get star of the show. Oh, okay. he is going to call you. Well, go. I'm off tomorrow, so. <laughs> oh, <and no>. <laughs> Sorry, Longoria. Yeah, uh, right. Enjoy your day off. Uh, we'll continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram, Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. Uh, delete that face app uh, and don't give the Russians your pictures. That's the, the word <laughs> of wisdom today. In the meantime... Go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G Network. 
the 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network, and it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.